They are two of, if not the greatest military masters Britain has ever seen. Admiral Horatio Nelson and Arthur Wellesley, the Duke of Wellington. Both are forever associated with their most famous victories. For Nelson, the Battle of Trafalgar in 1805, a battle which would see him lose his life. For the Duke of Wellington, it would be ten years later at Waterloo. They are figures not without controversy, especially when viewed from a modern-day perspective. Nelson was opposed to the abolition of the slave trade, and Wellington, while not involved in the slave trade, was active in India on behalf of the British East India Company, and as Prime Minister, refused social and political reform, which gave rise to his Iron Duke moniker. Surprisingly, the two men were to meet each other only once, briefly, on September the 12th, 1805 at the Colonial Office in Downing Street, while both were waiting to see the Secretary of State. Soon after this meeting, Nelson would set sail again on the voyage that would culminate in his heroic death, aged 47, at Trafalgar. On the 9th of January, 1806, Lord Nelson was buried in St Paul's after a state funeral. He was laid in a coffin made from the remaining mast of the French ship Lorient, which had been destroyed during his victory in the Battle of the Nile. The black marble sarcophagus that adorns his tomb was originally made for Cardinal Wolsey, Lord Chancellor during the reign of Henry VIII in the early 16th century. After Wolsey's fall from favour, it remained unused at Windsor until a suitable recipient could be found. Nelson's Viscount Coronet tops the handsome monument, which is now surrounded by the graves of many other naval officers, including that of Nelson's close friend and second-in-command at Trafalgar, Vice Admiral Cuthbert Collingwood. Unlike Nelson, Wellington went on to live a long life. He became Prime Minister, dying at the age of 83, and was also afforded a funeral at St Paul's. The service was a lavish affair. Tens of thousands lined the streets, and stands were erected in the cathedral that allowed it to fit 13,000 people. The then Dean, Henry Millman, described the sound of the huge congregation reciting the Lord's Prayer as like the roar of many waters, a phrase taken from the Book of Revelation. After the service, the Duke was lowered into the crypt and buried in a sarcophagus made of luxulianite granite just yards from Nelson. His tomb is guarded by four lions, sleeping, as there is no need to fight any longer. Later, a large monument was erected on the cathedral floor, at the bottom of which Wellington is shown lying in death, and at the top of which he is seen riding his trusty steed Copenhagen. In more recent times, a service was held at St Paul's to mark the 200th anniversary of the Battle of Waterloo in 2015, with the Bishop of London praising the courage and resolution of the Great Duke and those who fought with him. While every year, St Paul's holds a special sea service on the Sunday closest to Trafalgar Day when wreaths are laid at Nelson's tomb. They are two men intrinsically linked through their military efforts, which helped shape and define the British nation, and who in their own lifetimes met just once, but for well over 150 years have been just a few feet apart in their final resting places in the crypt of St Paul's. <laughs>